So this one, what it does is you would add it as a, uh, an extension to Chrome and it's social comments GPT is what it's called. And what it'll do is it makes it easy that as you're going through and say looking on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, where you go through and it'll look at the content of the post and allow you to generate a relevant comment to engage. And this can be really useful if you're in these social networks, you've built up a, a list of connections or people that you're targeting. One of the best ways to stand out to people is to just engage on the things that matter to them, right? So to actually engage where they are rather than expecting them to come to your stuff, right? And, but it can be hard. It can be hard to come up with something better to say than good post. Right. That's cute. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Real Estate Growth Hackers. In today's episode, we're going to be talking through some of my favorite AI-powered tools for going out and recruiting and retaining real estate agents. This episode is going to be great if you want to leverage AI in the process of growing a real estate team, growing a real estate brokerage, going out, finding agents, and getting them to want to join up with whatever you are about. So we want to make that process as easy, as scalable, as tech powered as possible while still actually caring about if we get results. So there you go. That's what we're talking about today. I have Charlie with me. Another great week with Charlie Madison, founder, developer, realtor. Again, we talked about recently champion jujitsu oh, stop, champion, stop. right? <laughs> <You're> like, stop. <laughs> but welcome back, Charlie. Yeah. For anybody who wants to check out Realtor waiting list or referrals while you sleep, whether you're a lender or a real estate professional who's looking to leverage some really powerful technology to get a flood of business coming to you. That is what Charlie calls compliant clients, which is drastically better than leads in general. I definitely recommend checking out what Charlie is up to. So Charlie, welcome to the Thanks. show again. I, I'm excited to be back. I have recruited agents in the past, and so I'm guessing what we're going over today is maybe a little more optimized than get a list of realtors, call them and invite them to coffee, <laughs> ask what they want to do and tell them I'll help you do it better. It's different than that. <laughs> you know, it's at least more optimized than that. That's for sure. That's for sure. Ultimately, let's dive into that as a concept. Some of these tools are going to make that kind of concept, that idea a little bit easier, a little bit more effective, a little bit more scalable. But the other thing, let, let's dive into that real quick. We were talking about this before we started recording. Just in general, personally, I love the strategy of just at a basic level, instead of just going out and saying, hey, do you want to join my team? Hey, do you want to join my team? Hey, do you want to join my team? And just having to say that over and over and over again, having something to invite people to that they actually will enjoy regardless of if they decide to join up or not. It's actually foundational to the way that I do marketing, the way that I think about sales. I want people, and this is in my own business, this is what I advise for other people's business as well. I want people to feel like every interaction with me or my business, and therefore I try and help clients do the same thing, every interaction is a net positive for them, even if they don't decide to buy, even if they don't decide to join your team, even if they don't decide uh, to become a client or whatever. And so at a basic level, do know, yeah, that concept, I think that should come into play here, right? So instead of just thinking about doing a call where you find out their goals and needs, that, that's important and that's useful. But I recommend having something very like 
specific, recurring, repeating that you can invite somebody to that's going to give them value regardless. That could be uh, maybe if you're training your team consistently, inviting them to those trainings. That could be resources, information that you could help, script guides, training documents. Maybe it's a mastermind group that you do. There's all sorts of ways that you can make that offer. But the idea is if you have something that they're going to find valuable, regardless of if they join your team, ultimately... It just becomes a game of staying top of mind until that moment happens that they get pissed off with their current broker or they get pissed off with their current team leader and they're looking for something new, something different. Because that more often than not is actually the impetus of a change, right? Something goes wrong. They finally had it. They're looking for something new, something different. They're realizing I'm just not getting the help that I need here or I don't have access to the tools that I need here or whatever, right? Whatever the reasons are in people's brain ultimately becomes a matter of time more than specifically your offer. And your goal should be to be there and be present the entire time when that event happens that they think of you immediately and start down that path. So yeah, that, that's the overall strategy there. But let's dive into some tools that help make it easy to find these people, to get into conversation with them, to essentially start adding them to your pipeline. Let's How does do that it. sound? Awesome. So first off, number one on my list isn't going to be a surprise. It's uh, it's ChatGPT, right? So uh, at a basic level right now, like the Swiss army knife of AI tools is the tool that we're hopefully by now starting to all get familiar with, which is just actually the ChatGPT, the large language models behind OpenAI are already really powerful, really useful. You can use them to modify your current outbound sequences to make sure that they sound unique, personal. You can use things like taking in personal elements from somebody, integrating that into your outreach. Uh, you can use it to take out that's already working and just get it to be rewritten so that it actually works a little bit longer, right? So this message works really well, but I want to be able to use it maybe a month from now and then be able to have still get good results. So you could do things like that. And so whether it's emails, SMS, phone scripts, connection messages on LinkedIn, whatever, ChatGPT is really going to be one of your foundational tools that if there isn't a, a more narrowly focused tool already in existence, ChatGPT is probably going to get you most of the way there. And it's a great place to start if you don't have something else to use. Does that make that sense? That makes sense. Yeah. And I like it because instead of me having to search for someone else's script, like I can use like, because over time, a successful broker is going to have their way of doing things. And so I can say, hey, this is what I'm doing. Optimize it change it for right. St. Patrick's Day. You got to right. mention him, Alex Hermosi. He calls it changing the wrapping on the present. You don't change the present, you just change yes. the wrapping. Exactly, exactly. And, and that's so useful, even to the extent of, I really like the strategy of you're reaching out and you're messaging some, somebody, you give something that feels timely, you, you give something that feels personal, but then you're going to have kind of those foundational boilerplate parts your outreach message so the timely part could be like what you just said like st patrick's day halloween christmas easter father's day talk like a pirate day i really by the way please do outreach on talk like the talk like a pirate day and get it rewritten by ai to sound like a pirate i bet that would actually yes. dominate on, on getting responses so please do that but so that could be the timely element but you might also in, uh, include something that feels personal right that you could do something like you could scrape the recent posts on facebook or linkedin and you can get that to include like a personal thing hey i see that your kid just recently had a birthday i see that you recently got this award congratulations i like wh whatever it is right something 
that feels personal to them and either lets you know that you have a connection with them. Maybe you're both fans of the same sports team, go sports, <laughs> or maybe you more up my alley. Maybe you find out that they're also a major nerd and really like Star Wars or comic books or something too. And so you connect on something like that. And that could be a great way to have a lead into a message and ChatGPT can help integrate those kinds of messaging in a way that you don't actually have to write out all of it. You include these ideas and have it adapt your template to that scenario. That could be a really great way to do it. And then the rest of it's probably fairly boilerplate, right? Where it's like, you got an event that you're inviting them to, or you're inviting them to a coffee or to a call, right? You've got this other element that you're doing that's more standardized, where it's, if you imagine it like a freeway or a highway, where it's like the on-ramp messaging is the personal and timely stuff, but then it gets you to the main highway. That's the same thing that theoretically you should be saying to everybody, which is a, a consistent recurring offer that's relevant for the time. So ChatGPT is going to be great at helping you leverage things like that, adapt things like that, and get you going quick. You want to know one of my next favorite I tools that helps make... I am on the edge of my seat. <laughs> Please, tell me. <laughs> so this one is one that's really become one of my favorites. It's Bardeen.ai. So what this one is, it, it's an extension that ends up going in your browser. And what it, it's similar to like a Zapier, Make.com, or N8N, if you guys are familiar with that, where it automates parts of a process. But what's different about it is that it actually, it automates work that you would be doing live. So it can actually take the content of a page that you're on right now and put it through automations, including things like passing it through prompts in OpenAI and logging it into spreadsheets for you. So it's this really cool mix of being able to scrape data off of what you're looking at, whether it be lists or pages, and then run it through a process from there like you might do where you build out, hey, I want you to take this and summarize it. I want you to take that and then change it this way. And it lets you build out these flows in a really cool way. Part of what I really like about it is that the scraper aspect of it is just, it's really good and easy to use. I've used a number of scrapers that, like, I, I am not a coder. I know you are. You have experience actually hard coding some of these things. I have to ask AI to help me do that stuff, but this makes it fairly easy for even somebody like me. While I am techie, I'm not a coder, and it makes it easy for me to grab elements off the page, throw them into a Google spreadsheet where I am a little bit more familiar with how to work with them and what I want to do with them. And so it works really well for that stuff. It makes it easy uh, to get up and running and be able to go to a page, scrape a bunch of data off it, and then start working through it that way. So that's one of the things that I like about it. And then the number of tools that it integrates with lets you process the stuff that you grab in a lot of good ways as well. So that's been one that's been a favorite in my mix. It has both free and paid plans. Right now for me, I actually only use the free. And it's not because I'm being cheap. I just really haven't needed the paid stuff off of it. And so it's, you know how some tools are that way where technically they have a free plan, but you can't like really use it. nobody really use, <laughs> yeah, nobody really uses the free or the free is like just enough to get an idea, but then you really feel like you have to pay for it if you're going to get the value out of it. This one doesn't feel that way. It's very much, there is plenty of value just within the free version, but what they offer if you upgrade to paid levels does bring you more value. But I would bet a lot of people may not even. And you've been it, so. this software for a long time. I feel like a year ago or longer, you've yeah. mentioned it. Yeah, exactly. It's It's been around for a while. It's been cool to see that as a platform, as the large language models have become more popular, they've started integrating more of that into their platforms. You could actually, in Bardeen, you could say, you could 
use human language to say, hey, I want an automation that does this, where it scrapes this page, categorizes it like this, and throws it onto a Google spreadsheet. And it'll do its best to actually try and build that flow out for you and get you started. You probably still need to modify it a bit, but like you could tell it what you want and it'll try and actually build it for you to get you started, which is pretty cool. But, uh, but yeah, so it's been cool to see that one grow and adapt and change over time. And it's definitely become a key part of my mix. So it, it, it's really good going to a site that say has some of the, the top agents in the area, scraping that list, throwing it into uh, a spreadsheet so that who to target, who to reach out to. It could be great for scraping the details off of LinkedIn pages. So you got data on the people that you're reaching out to that you can integrate uh, into your outreaches. There's all sorts of ways that you could use it like that. For me, largely it's the scraping portion that most matters because a lot of the other stuff I could do it other ways. But, uh, but yeah, so that's Bardeen. Any thoughts about Bardeen and where that fits in? I can finally scrape Zillow, huh? <laughs> exactly. You can actually. So it works really well for really any site that I've been to. I haven't found a site that I wasn't able to figure out a way to get that data and do what I needed to off of it. So yeah, it, it, pretty much if you can click around on it, you could probably make it work with one simple thing there. Uh, you can scrape and look for who are the people that are paying Zillow to be a premier agent. Right. And if you can provide leads right. cheaper or you already know they're willing to pay for business so that if you can provide right. a better option, those are great people to reach out right. to. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, you can reach out to the people who are paying, people who are promoting listings. You know that they already got some level of a stream of business coming in. Maybe there's ways that you could support them further, make their listings go further. But yeah, it's all about finding, to me, those people that already have a fire going that you could pour gasoline on rather than trying to get the fire started yeah. in the first place. That's a lot harder in most cases. Probably sure. Redfin agents too, because a lot of times Zillow or Redfin now, those people are giving up 30 to 40%. Right. They've already said... I'm willing to give away uh, a lot of what I get for consistent business. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, that's a great use case for what kind of data you could go scrape and put into a list so that you could actually process it in whatever ways that you, you would do otherwise. So our next one's pretty cool. How would you like to be able to record one video once and yet when you send it out, it looks like you've recorded a personalized video for each and every person that you send it to. So you only have to do the work of recording it once, but on the other end, what they experience is it looks like a completely personalized video. How would that this, sound? This will totally change my OnlyFans membership. I'm immediately rich. <laughs> Boom, roasted. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So yeah, so it would definitely help with anything where you need to do personalized outreach. Maybe you've got something where you want to make an announcement that there, there doesn't need to be a ton of personalization, but you want some level of it just to help increase that feel on the other end. Me personally, I tend to be in a vein right now of where these tools are, it's best to not try and completely fake that it's done at scale, but still make it feel better. The same way, the way that I like to describe this is before ChatGPT came out, I was using a tool called Jasper or I was just using OpenAI's Dolly text completions in their playground, right? And what I found is that actually worked really well for me. And when ChatGPT first came out, I didn't get why it was so popular because like I was already really used to a flow of working in the way that I was working. But then what I figured out is just having that wrapper of a conversational flow unlocked something for people where it made it easier. It made it feel better. I showed people the tools that I was using before that, 
But anytime I showed them ChatGPT, they're like, this just makes sense to me. This clicks drastically better than the other stuff that you've shown me. And I, I was like, okay, hey, this is one of those instances where I'm wrong. Yeah. Like, like I, even if it didn't matter to me, it does matter in general. And so I see some of the personalization and some of these tools fitting in that vein. You don't have to pretend that it's completely you. Like you don't have to say, you don't have to be super worried about making it feel like, yes, I personally recorded this message to you. Cause that's right. just lying. Right. But there is something nice about having that like personalization wrapper that even though it's automated or even though it's done at scale, it actually does still. So what I, it's an email templates, right? I, I know the person exactly. didn't actually type Charlie dot, but I still like seeing my name. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so this does that same sort of idea that the tool is called BeHuman.ai. And what it does is that you could record a video and then the same way that you would use like replacement fields for first name, etc., you can do the same thing with that where it will be able to replace portions of the video where it makes it sound like you've said their name or sound like you said their business, but it'll also change the way your mouth looks to make it look like you said their name. And it, like you probably don't want to do it with really long things because it would look weird at that point. But you can have a video that says, hey, Charlie. And then it automatically says, hey, Steve. Right. Hey, Jim. Hey, Samantha. Right. right? And, and it makes your mouth look like you're saying those different things. So when they receive it, it, it looks more personalized and it allows you to do it at scale. So you get that little bit of personalization done. Now, typically, I would recommend... Like I, I would say something like I'm sending this message out to a lot of people, but I wanted to make sure that you got this right. I, I, I wouldn't want it to feel like it's like it's me trying to dupe them. Right. Because it's not for one thing, it's not so good that people can't detect it. Right. Or past the uncanny but valley. It's, it's un, uncanny valley-ish. <laughs> yeah. Like when, when you see it happen, if you're not expecting it, you probably don't notice it. But if you're like, wait, is this AI? And you go back, you're like, oh yeah, this is AI, right? This is definitely generated. So yeah, I recommend doing a mix. But what you do is you still get that that thing of you get that personalized feel, which does feel good, which does you know feel make it go down a little bit nicer, and you, you get a benefit of having a video be able to hit at a higher scale and still be good. So yeah, that's be human. That's one that I'd recommend. Again, what I would do is I'd probably leverage it as a way to you know, hey, your name. I wanted to invite you to this event that we got coming up. Here's what it's about. That sort of thing. That would be a good way to do this. But yeah, that be human. Any, any yeah, thoughts so on I that I thought one? about like, how, how could we tie these together? One, you could use chat GPT mm. to come up with, hey, we're towards the end of the year right now. Everybody's doing right. end of year stuff. And right. so you could come up with the script, use Bardeen to maybe scrape all the people from Redfin in your area. And then you could say... Right. Hey, Zach, this is Charlie. I wanted to invite you to, I see that you did 12 deals last year and you could change <laughs> right. the word 12, nine, eight. You could do right. that. And right. we're doing a, a training on how to keep more of your commission right. and get more closings next year. So I right. like the idea their name, maybe the number of transactions, maybe Redfin right. or Zillow, like those right. just little placeholders right. and that don't make a big difference for people. Yeah. Yeah. And in the video, you could even say, I did this at video at scale using cool AI tools. I'd love to show you how I did that. If you want to learn how to do right. that too. And then you take that kind of concept and you turn it from something where they're like, 
oh, I got tricked until, oh, wait, no, they're like, they're telling me what they're doing. But uh, yeah, and you get all the benefit with a little bit of extra value as well. But yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, so the next one that we have is one that's called Devi. So Devi is interesting. Let me pull it up on my screen so I could talk a little bit more about it. It allows you to monitor keywords to find leads and outreach using AIs. It taps into things like Facebook groups, Twitter, LinkedIn, Reddit. Some of those are gonna be more or less relevant in the real estate space. LinkedIn, Facebook groups, maybe less so on Twitter. I feel like I see less agents talking on Twitter about trying to find solutions to their problems right. and whatnot. If anything, what they're talking about is they're talking about how many deals they've done and that sort of thing. It's very often consumer focused rather than their own business focused. But that being said, you can leverage a tool like this where it'll actually monitor those keywords and look for people like saying, hey, who knows of a good brokerage in this area or who knows how to solve this problem? And you could start to zero in on those keywords that are a really great indication of somebody having top mind thoughts or needs that you could potentially solve. And it gives you the ability to do things like one-click auto outreach, automated follow-ups with people, the ability to automatically drop comments on those types of keyword alerts so that you can put yourself in the running or put yourself into being able to help, those sorts of things, where you get a tool that's actually able to help monitor those things for you and leverage AI to make that process of engaging, dealing with it, being on top of it quick and easy as possible. So that one's called How do you Debbie. spell that? What do you How think do you about that? That is... Yeah, that one's ddevi.com is what the website is. And all of these tools are going to be either in the description of this video, in the description of the blog post, podcast, wherever you find this, you should be able to pretty quickly find all of these linked out. Wherever we have text available, we'll make sure that these that these tools are listed out so that you have an easy easy way to find them. But uh, yeah, that one's Devi. So what do you so think about that So now we take one? our message, we take our list through Bardeen, we create our video, and then we tell Debbie, anytime right. someone mentions switching brokerage, we update our video right. and drop it as a comment. Or we can just <laughs> tell Debbie, anytime someone mentions that, invite them to coffee. <laughs> One or the other. One or the other. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah, so we lever we leverage it as a way to 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 use AI to gain insights to see who, who's asking the questions. Let me stay top of mind on this. And I, I'm not positive right now on exactly how it's doing this, if it's just doing it simply with keywords, but if it's not doing this yet, more and more, these tools will start to get better and better, where even if it's not exactly, even if somebody doesn't say, I need a new brokerage, you could see that AI and large language models are starting to be able to flow through this information where maybe they're doing a quick assessment is it about this topic and then able to flow it through a process where it analyzes the intent and the meaning in order to determine is this person asking for help in this kind of way even if the keywords yeah. aren't exact since right? you can see Ex exactly i actually yeah and so uh, go ahead so speaking of that i did a video the other day and i was right. talking to a vendor and they just did terrible customer service like it was just awful and so i did a right. loom video right and I was like, look, right. this is terrible. Like, just do this instead. And Loom, I'm connected to the right. AI. And so it actually labeled, right. automatically labeled it. So I, I didn't say, but like it read from my sentiment and it labeled it terrible right. customer service with a red frowny face. <laughs> <laughs> Which exactly. is what you're talking about. And so what, what's cool about that is that as tools like these start to integrate more of those ideas, they become more adaptable. Where like in the past, you needed to be really smart or have a, the right collection of 
what are all the keywords that I need to make sure are included in this? Because uh, on the other end, the software is actually doing it in a dumb way, right? Where it's it's just looking at all the text that comes through and it's just giving it a pass fail uh, for if it has those words present. But now with these AI tools, it, it's still able to look at the words as they're coming in, but it's able to assess. Is this somebody that's asking for help? Is this somebody that's asking for help with the kinds of things that you help with? That sort of idea. And even if you haven't thought of every way that somebody might ask a question, these kinds of tools start to be able to surface posts that other tools of the past wouldn't have been able to actually bring to light where it's like, oh yeah, this person's asking this kind of question. Normally it would have taken a human sitting there watching it, but now AI is actually able to bring those posts to light for you and then and help you keep on top of them. So yeah, it's, it's really powerful the way that some of these things are adapting for sure. So the next one is similar, but just slight, slightly different. This one is more geared around making it easier to engage with other people's posts. So w would you like that? Would you like being able to, you see somebody that's posting something that's relevant. Would you like to make it e easier is better. <laughs> so this one, what it does is you would add it as a, uh, an extension to Chrome and it's social comments. GPT is what it's called. And what it'll do is it makes it easy that as you're going through and say, looking on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, where you go through and it'll look at the content of the post and allow you to generate a relevant comment to engage. And this can be really useful if you're in these social networks, you've built up a, a list of connections or people that you're targeting. One of the best ways to stand out to people is to just engage on the things that matter to them, right? So to actually engage where they are rather than expecting them to come to your stuff, right? And, but it can be hard. It can be hard to come up with something better to say than good post. Right. That's cute. I, I like made $10,000 <laughs> right? working from home last month. What, what else is there to write? <laughs> I just post that everywhere. I've never right. seen that. That's me. Here's my, <laughs> Here's my automated crypto software. Do you want access? <laughs> yeah, those are the two posts that always come up, right? So, yeah, if you want something more meaningful <laughs> and desired than those kinds of comments, that's what this allows you to do. So it'll actually take in the context of what somebody posted and then allow it to generate a comment that will make sense in light of that. Now, you're probably gonna wanna change the post, or like the comment before you actually post it. You're probably not going to just click and just let it do its thing because it's gonna typically be a little bit off. It's gonna typically be where it doesn't sound exactly like you. And so you're gonna wanna modify it. But what it's gonna do is it's gonna make it where you're not starting from a blank page. And instead you're starting from, oh yeah, this would be relevant. I disagree with this, so let me change this. Let me make it sound a little bit more like me. But now I'm not starting from a blank post. I'm starting with some context that makes sense as something to build off of. And it makes it a lot easier to engage, to keep up to date with people that you're looking to you know, build those relationships with. Yeah. Does that make sense? Awesome. Is that something that you feel like you would find yourself leveraging or could see the value in leveraging and, and part of an overall flow? Of I I'd wonder if I could get a version that only replies with rage against the machine lyrics <laughs> <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> you probably could. I don't know how effective or useful it would be, but is it possible? There would be Absolutely. a certain niche that would love me. <laughs> <laughs> Just random snippets of relevant Rage Against the Machine lyrics that are relevant exactly. in the Exactly. I won't do what you told me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hilarious. <laughs> 
cool. So let's go on to the next one. So the next one we have, this one's called, <laughs> the names of some of these, now bear with me. The names of some of these are not always amazing. This one is one salting AI. One as in I won <laughs> combined with consulting. So one salting AI. It almost sounds like something about being insulting or, or something. I'm not sure. But when salting.ai, and so what this one does is it's related to some of the others. This one will actually help you figure out who are the people you should be connecting with based on what you're looking for. So it's largely going to help you connect, I think, on LinkedIn. But you could say these are the types of people that I'm looking to connect with. And, it, and you give it a basic idea of the information of who you're looking to connect with. And it'll actually generate a list of people that it thinks you should be connecting with based on an AI analysis of their profiles, their job titles, that kind of thing. And then further, it will then let you actually make it easy to reach out to them as well. So it'll give you this list and then it'll allow you to customize a connection message to connect with that person and start into a conversation on LinkedIn based on data from their LinkedIn profile, et cetera, to have it be automatically customized. So that one's pretty cool too. What do yeah, you think about I that think one? I've Heard of a lot of people that use LinkedIn for outreach and right. a number of tools like that. So if you've looked at other tools like that, I know lenders a lot of times use something called Ducks Soup, D-U-X. And right. so it would right. make sense to use this for that. Yeah, so it definitely, it fits in a similar vein as a tool like Ducks Soup, D-U-X is how that's spelled. Since it fits in a similar vein, the difference between this and some of those other tools is that those tools are, again, they're in that, what we might call pre-AI world, right? Where a lot of what they're doing, it's smart and automated, but it doesn't leverage the AI models to customize the messaging nearly as well, where it might be able to fill in blanks for you but it won't fully adapt a message, yeah. right? Whereas this could fully assess somebody's page and put together from your template something that's very customized rather than just fill in the blanks in the outreach. And similarly, when it's assessing who to reach out to, it's more than just what's their job right. title and more just what's their industry. It's gonna actually look at a, a little bit more to try and assess that and find the right people for you. So like a lot of these tools, and this really is the phase that we're in, a lot of these tools are what was already working but with a bit of polish that really helps them stand out, be easier, be more effective, that sort of idea. So a lot of these tools are definitely, they're going to be things that are likely things that you maybe have seen done in a more manual way or slightly less artificially intelligent kind of way. But with that AI added in, it just turns it up a notch. It makes it easier, makes it more scalable, et cetera, in places that you used to have a human to do right. it effectively. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. Perfect. So that one's onesalting.ai. The next one is a similar one that does a similar thing. It's a linkout.network. And then this one is specifically for the personalized LinkedIn cold messages, right? Say you already know who you want to reach. You don't need to generate the list. You just know the people that you want to reach. This one lets you generate those connection messages with one click. So it's a similar related tool, but more geared just around that outreach message. So yeah, that, not, not too much more to say about that one. It's the same idea as what we were just talking about, but there you go. So there's a list of all these different tools that could be helpful. It's not intended to be exhaustive, right? There's tons of these tools coming out. And honestly, as you go in and dive into some of these tools may come, may go as being the best options for this. So I wouldn't get fixated on this is the ideal tool because we're in a period of development right now where who's winning is changing. 
But I think what's useful right now is to start to see these tools, explore, play with them, get familiar with what's possible, and then keep your eyes open for what are people saying is really working right now and be ready to change and adapt as you need to. Like you mentioned, I I imagine ChatGPT is going to continue to be a major player in the space. So that one's not likely to go by the wayside anytime soon, but who knows? Things are changing quickly. Similarly, Bardeen's been around for a while and is doing some really cool things. So I don't imagine that it's gonna stop being an effective tool. But some of these other tools that I mentioned are a little bit more on the forefront, a little bit more on people are running experiments, trying to get things up and running quick in that startup culture. And they may or may not last, but the concepts will likely last and somebody will be the winner if it's not them doing some of these similar things. So does that make sense on where those fit into the overall Yeah, it makes me like the analogy that I think is you used to just have a template. And you say, put first name here, put college here, like that. And now it can read a whole page and create a version that's really customizable. And it reminds me of, I saw a post where someone took a picture of a food. It was like a stew and said, give me the recipe for this. And so like Dolly or ChatGPT, it looked at everything And it actually figured out what the ingredients were and it like created the recipe from the photo. Like it pulls so much more and creates something. And so I think instead of just having a template, you've got a book with a recipe, what this LinkedIn is doing is it's looking at all of their info and saying, okay, craft a message for this person, which is much more likely to hit home with them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and whether the tools that we mentioned specifically on this episode, whether they are the tools that end up being the best, that's not the claim that I'm trying to make here. But what I do want people to see is some of what's possible and some of what's going on right now. And hopefully some of these tools are useful or helpful to you. As things continue to progress, uh, it is the kind of thing where I tend to be paying attention to what's working right now. What do I like best? Those sorts of things. So if you want that kind of information on whatever the current tools that I think are working the best, definitely make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're checking this show out continually to get those updates, whether you're listening on YouTube, in the podcast networks, or if you want to subscribe by email to make sure that you get these episodes as they come out. Because this space is changing a lot. So I do recommend staying up to date on what's going on with that. If you want help integrating these kinds of tools into your business. Something that we are running a a beta test of right now that we're getting up and running is actually a group environment for real estate teams who are looking to integrate AI into their processes, whether it's recruiting and retaining agents or whether it's documenting SOPs, figuring out where AI fits in your marketing landscape, both to attract agents as well as to help equip them. Whatever you're looking to do, we're putting together a small dedicated group of of real estate teams who are looking to do this together. If you want more information about that, feel free to reach out to us at realestategrowthhackers.com slash contact and and let us know that you're interested. It is not likely going to be something that we're going to take a ton of people into, but if that sounds interesting to you, feel free to reach out to us and let us know that you're interested. Charlie, again, thanks for coming on and talking through this with us. Again, if anybody is interested in what Charlie's up to, Realtor Waiting List and Referrals While You Sleep. If you're a lender, check out realtorwaitinglist.com. If you're a real estate professional, 
professional. Check out Referrals While You Sleep to see what Charlie's up to with some great tools that he's putting together that really help to make sure that you generate a great list and group of compliant clients that are ready, willing, and motivated to work with you in the best ways possible. So definitely check him out. Any final words or thoughts on this episode today, It Charlie? is amazing, all the tools, and, you know, uh, I could spend all day trying out all these different tools and I'm there's a lot that I know about but I think nine out of the ten today I don't think there's actually ten but I think all of them except for Bardeen and ChatGPT were new to me and uh, that's only because right, uh, you right. told me about Bardeen a year ago right <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that that's a testament to this, right? These things are changing all the time. New tools are coming on the horizon all the time. And honestly, with what, what's going on in AI, I think that's only going to get more accelerated. I think being aware of what's working now and what's working best, the nature of that is changing because you've seen this with what's possible in terms of AI equipping increased output of code and your ability to write. And so that's happening for everybody, right? So anybody who has some level of skill set with coding or an idea, AI is actually equipping them to ship more than previously possible. So we're seeing tools come out at just a crazy rate compared to what they used to, like how often they used to come out. So we'll continue to see new tools come onto the market. We'll continue to see new ideas hit and be successful or not work, et cetera. It's got yeah. a crazy interest. Definitely, definitely What exciting. I'm excited about with that group environment, imagine having a group of similar right. team leaders and brokers that are using these right. tools. So you don't have to test them all out, but you guys can come together right. and really mastermind and get the crowdsourced version right. That way, it's not just you, it's a group of people. That seems exciting. I want to see what all you guys come up with. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to get into the trenches with everybody, get this stuff implemented, and really start carving out a segment of the market of people who are not just hearing about the basics, but actually really integrating the power of these tools into their business in order to scale, uh, recruit, equip at just... Uh, a drastically higher level uh, than previously possible and hopefully uh, with drastically less cost than previously possible too. So uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome to make that happen. So again, if you guys are interested in learning more about that, seeing what we're up to and possibly joining up with us, reach out to us at realestategrowthhackers.com slash contact. We'll reach out to you as long as there's still availability. Otherwise we'll let you know what the options are at this point. But uh, yeah, thanks again for coming on, Charlie. Until next time, we'll catch you all on another episode of Real Estate Growth Hackers. Thanks for tuning in to the Real Estate Growth Hacker Show. Remember, done is better than perfect. To turn the marketing ideas and tactics you just learned into real growth for your real estate business, visit us at realestategrowthhackers.com. If you like this episode, consider sharing it with another real estate professional who could benefit from the information. Or maybe you'd like to subscribe to the show to never miss an episode. And you can leave a rating or review on iTunes with your biggest takeaway, helping this show to reach and help more people just like you. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next episode.